What a zoo back inside Radio Row Mandalay Bay Convention Center, and we're here on a big football Friday. Now joining us, one of the greatest NFL running backs of all time on behalf of Nirvana Super, and that, of course, is Adrian Peterson. Adrian, how are you? I'm awesome, man. I'm awesome. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing fantastic. So, you know, it's funny. I always still refer to you as AP, mm -hmm. and every time I call you AP, it's right away. No, no, it's AD. It's AD. AD. It's AD. Do you even care anymore? Because I remember that was like a, a thing. Is it AP or is it AD? And then you said that it was AD for all day, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't bother me. You know, I hear AD all the time, AP all the time. So either or, it, you know, it's cool. Yeah. You know, but, you know, AD is my preference if, if you want to know the difference. Yeah, and, AP. AD is. And then take me through the diet when you were playing. Because weren't there always like some legendary stories how much candy you ate? Yeah, you know, I uh, I was a big fan of ice cream. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> big fan of Cold Stone. Uh, oh, down the there creamer, in yeah, yeah. But you know, I worked out a lot too, so I was able to. You, you know, could you could burn some calories. Burn those You'll calories, be fine. <laughs> you know. But uh, that that's kind of how I combated it. I just made sure I stayed in the sauna and I worked out a lot, so I was able to kind of get away with it. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever uh, said uh, Adrian Peterson looked like he was out of shape <laughs> in his football career. What was the, the Cold Stone uh, creamery order? What were the toppings that you liked in your Cold Stone? Um, so I like either walnuts or pecans with um, either the brownie um, mm. and chocolate and caramel. Or I would go with the cookie dough. You know, so the cookie dough with the caramel and chocolate, and uh, that was pretty much my, my the route I, I went majority of the time. Yeah, pretty much regular day guy, everyday guy, Adrian Peterson here yeah. with us. Um, looking at the Vikings, so now they're in an interesting spot, right? Mm -hmm. They have a lot of talent with guys like uh, Justin Jefferson, yeah. Jordan Addison, but it seems like the organization, with Kirk being a free agent coming off the injury, is ready to move on and go in that next direction. That's like the sense that I get. Do you think that would be the right call, or should they maybe get a deal done with Kirk? Um, you know, it depends on who, if, if they do decide to move on, or if they're thinking along those lines, my question is, who are you bringing in? Yeah, and Justin Jefferson was on with us yesterday, you know. and I said, I don't think this would be the best option, but just because I don't think it's the best option doesn't mean it will happen. Yeah. I could see them, you know, signing Russell Wilson on the cheap, and then maybe drafting a quarterback late in the first round, you know, moving back up or where they are, like in the middle of the first round. And if you could get a Russell Wilson for a year on a on a cheap deal, mm -hmm. and then maybe draft a Michael Penix Jr. or someone like that, uh, that could be the uh, the potential plan, I think, for the Vikings. Yeah, we'll see. You know, like I I love Kirk Cousins. I have nothing but respect for him, and I think he's a great quarterback. But he kind of just like reminds me of a a Jay Cutler. You know, like awesome quarterback, like a game manager, like. He, not a game manager because he makes plays, and, yeah. you know, but he he's just not, you know, he hasn't been able to get over that hump, you know, like to take the team down there, take over, you know, Patrick Mahomes type feel, you know, I'm like, I haven't seen that from him. And I think he has that within him. He just got to snap out of it and, and bring it to the forefront. Um, if not, he's going to be in a position that he's in now where they're looking to move on from him, you know, so, but, so he has that ability. He just got to. He got to he got to take it. He got to grab it. And he has, he hasn't done it yet. And, and I, you see, you were a great player, and I don't use that word like just very easily. But now there's a lot of times where people say, "Oh, this person's a great player," and they're not. And then people get called a hater. Like what I think you're saying is, Kirk's a, a good player, yeah. a, a very good player. But I don't think he's ever a top five quarterback in this league or a great quarterback in this league that wins you a Super Bowl. Yeah, and I don't think he's been that. You know, you look at his numbers. You know, uh, 
his accuracy. I mean, you know, he's, he's been efficient. Yeah. And Puts up good numbers. But that's not getting it done. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, I believe because I've watched him play. I believe that he can be a top five quarterback. I believe he can be a quarterback that takes a team to the Super Bowl and wins. But it's something in his head that has to switch in order for him to to be able to put the team on his back and do that because he has that ability. He's been playing too well for too long, you know. So it's like it's something else that you gotta, you, you gotta. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure it out, Kirk. You gotta figure it out because you got it within you. Talking to Adrian Peterson right now, the state of the running back position is very interesting because mm-hmm. I remember in the summer, right? It seemed very negative. It seemed like no one was ever getting a contract extension ever again. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you see the way that the season plays out, and here we are. In, in February, Super Bowl is getting ready, and good defense and being able to run the football, that still finds a way to win this time of the year, especially with someone like an Isaiah Pacheco and a Christian McCaffrey. Those two guys are going to have big-time impacts in the game coming up on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so unfortunate, um, you know, what the running backs are going through right now, you know, and like you just said, and it's talked about every year. When it comes down to the playoff time, that running back position is the most critical position. That running back position is what they're 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 feeding. They're feeding that guy, whether he's out and back, you know, he's out catching passes or he's running between tackles. Um, you know, so I think you know these organizations just need to respect these players and, and pay them and pay them. You know, and they don't want to do that. You know, there's a lot of young backs coming out. They they're using a lot of guys by rotating and things like that. Um, but like you say, Pacheco and Christian McCaffrey, like these guys are elite type running backs. You know, so. You know, I see a great matchup happening, um, you know, with San Fran and that zone offense that they run. I feel like they'll have the upper hand. But then again, I know how my style was and how I played. And I feel like uh, Pacheco, he runs the ball with that physicality that I don't care what type of defense or how good your defense is, I'm going to run through this A-gap. 100 miles per hour with a different mentality that you're not going to be able to match. So when you got a player like that, it's all he's always going to be dangerous. And when he got hurt for a little bit this year, I, I couldn't say it enough. That was an enormous loss for a while for them because you're right, it's the physicality. Like, he may not be the best running back in football from a technique standpoint or whatever, but from a physicality, you just watch that guy. He, he reminds me a little bit about how you how you ran the football, how Derrick Henry runs the football with that physical style where you just see an intimidating force on the field and you go, man, I don't want to be a linebacker trying to tackle that. Exactly, and that's something that you don't really see from a lot of running backs, you know, that that Marshawn Lynch. Like, me and Marshawn, we, you know, we, were, we were dogs. Yeah. You know, we, you knew what you were going to get when we came through the hole, and you really don't see that 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 often you know um, a guy like Joe Mixon you know when he's in there you're able to see him show sparks of it um, but this kid right here uh, for Kansas City is like every time he touch it he, he's hitting 100 miles per hour. Do you think that style maybe goes away and we don't see it as frequently now because of the business side of it where guys are conscientious of I only have so many years mm-hmm. and teams are not looking to pay running back so if I am this physical running back it's going to eventually be used against me in negotiations because usually, you know what, that physicality usually leads to injuries. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that has a lot to do with it. You got guys that are making business decisions, you know, and, um, you know, and, and it's not wrong with that because at the end of the day, it, it is a business and they will let you go <laughs> quick, you know, so I can, I understand it. I just, I just hate, I hate it because it takes away from the game, you know, but you got certain guys like a Joe Mixon and um, this young guy for Kansas City and Christian McCaffrey that when they, you know, they don't, 
they're they're playing it with the passion and the love for the game, and it shows, you know. Um, and there's a difference when you get a guy that, you know, and there's nothing wrong with picking up the first down and yeah. getting out of bounds, you know. But if, if it's a yard to go and you run out of bounds, I don't, I don't like that. You need to you play football, dig down and, and go get the first down. What's your thoughts, by the way? Because we talk about this rule all the time. When you fumble the ball out of the back of the end zone, do you think that should be a touchback and the ball goes to the other team? Uh it's, it's been a rule that's been in play for a while, and you know it's kind of hard to do that. You know, like you don't want a safety, and it's, it's hard to be in a position. Well, it, 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 people be in that position all the time, right? But I feel like we're so conscious of it that that shouldn't happen. So yeah. I think yeah, it should be a touchback. And the reason I like it is everything now caters the offense. And that's the one rule that still caters the defense for making a good play. Yeah. So we've taken so much away from the defense. Can they at least have that? Because what you said is right. A lot of times people go, oh, well, he fumbled it. And I used to be this way. You fumble the ball out at the, at the one-yard line, you get it back right there. But if it's out of the end zone, you lose the football. But as it goes on, you hear Belichick coaches this all the time. Unless you have to reach out and it's the game is on the line, don't reach out unless you know you're getting that ball over the goal line. Yeah, and we see how critical that was uh, with Baltimore. And, um, and even know. Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before that. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it has the impact, man. And it was unfortunate, man, watching that game. I, I see as soon as he started reaching, I was like, ah, he's a little too early with the reach, youngster. You know, um, at least start reaching when that ball is going to be crossing that line. You know, and uh, it was just an unfortunate turnover for him, and it, it hurt him. There's some guys that walk around here, even after being away from the game for a bunch of years, that still look like they could play. Like, mm. T.O. was that way forever, yeah. and he still said, I could go out on the field every time. Do you still feel like you could play if you needed to? Yeah, without a doubt. So, like, let's say you get signed up for the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Mm. Like, how many, like, do you have a limited limit on your carries, or you, you think you could be full go? I think I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, because I haven't, like, I haven't been working out in the past, you know, month or two. So I'm not gonna. I, I know I can go out there and be productive, but I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like I would just go out there and just ball. You know, uh, had you know, had I been working out and in, 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 in better shape mentally, I would know that I could go out there and, and and really put some work in. Before we talk about Nirvana Super, we'll do that in just a second. Everyone's favorite topic this week at the Super Bowl is uh, Travis uh, Kelsey and, and Taylor <laughs> Swift. Uh, you know what it's like to be someone that's followed 24-7, right, as a, as a great NFL player. What do you think of the whole relationship? I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun, too. You know, uh, you know, obviously they're, you know, you know, I don't know if they're in love, but it, it, it seems like it, you know, but they're loving each other and they're just enjoying, you know, uh, everything that, that comes with it. Um, so, you know, is it good for is it good for football? I, you know, I don't know. Who cares? Like, I guess if someone was if Beyonce wasn't married and yeah. <laughs> you know somebody was married to Beyonce, it would probably be the same type of feel, you know. Um, but it's cool, man. I I have nothing but respect for Kelsey. You know, he's he's a baller. He's he's going out there and he's he's doing what he what he does, right? He's showing up and uh, he just happened to be someone that's already talked about. And, you know, his girl just happened to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rare where the NFL has to genuflect to anyone because we know how much money it brings in and we know how much attention there is. But the ratings and the money from all this stuff, it's just it's through the roof crazy where, you know, even the NFL is probably like, OK, Travis, make sure you get married to, to Taylor Swift. And if you're going to keep on playing for three, four more years. All right. Yeah. Tell me what you're doing today with Nirvana Super. Yeah. So I'm here with Nirvana Super. I've been um, with this company for two years. And um, it's a beverage line, a water, a favorite water um, beverage infused with um, HMB. 
and that's something that the body, um, uh, amino acid, the body normally creates for itself as well. Um, but it's the only product on the market that uh, that's infused with HMB. And the benefits of the, ben the benefits of it is it helps maintain lean muscle. Um, it helps you build muscle as well, um, and it's vital. It has vitamin, you know, uh, the vitamins and the nutrients that you need as well. And uh, it's great for recovery. You know, really great for recovery. I've been using it for a long time. People always come up and say, "Man, you, you know, you're slimmer, but you're looking, you're looking lean, and you're, you're looking good. Like you, you can still play." And um, you know, I, I can contribute. To, I can contribute that to the things I put in my body. And Navar um, water is, is one of those um, things that I use. Um, my son ran in the Junior Olympics last year, and um, he got second in the 400. Wow! Congrats. And uh, but they had three three heats. Um, I mean three. Um, like the semi, semifinals, and mm -hmm. finals, and I had them drinking. I had them down these waters, man. You know, just to get that recovery, because it's a lot for a young seven-year-old, right? And uh, you know, each time, his time got faster. So I knew that the product was. How working. old did you say? Seven. Seven. Yeah. So wow. He, so his first. You gonna play football? Uh, I think he might be. He might be a. He might be a track star. I'm, I'm gonna get him into baseball. Uh, but a lot of money on those I, contracts. I can, I can see and him, they're all guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. I can see him um, winning a gold medal. He ran a, he ran a 110 in the 400, a 7. Wow. And then the semifinals, he ran a 108. And then in the finals, he, he ran a uh, 106, like 106.2 yeah. at 7. Well, and, good genes, you know, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, appreciate you doing this. Thanks no so much. He's Adrian Peterson.